The Bible says a world government beast will be so strong, no one will be able to make war with it. This end time government will economically force people to bow down to its will or else. Today's political leaders are planning to use warlike footing to fight climate change and to bring about their plans for the 2030 Sustainable Development Goals. What does the Bible say will happen with all of this? Let's talk about it. Welcome to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls today. We're talking about world government specifically. So if you have a comment or question about world government, um, we would be happy to take your call and have a conversation with you. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. All right, Doug, are you excited about world government that's coming? Or <laughs> I'm excited just to be alive in this time, Vince. I mean, we're living in some exciting times. Uh, you know, I was talking to one of our production crew a while ago, and, and he said, you know, they're not even trying to hide what they say anymore. It's it's like they don't care if you know their plan, their agenda. And here we just have these things happening day after day that's in headlines, and it just goes right along with Bible prophecy. So it's it's fun to be alive right now. It's exciting. You know, we don't have to be in fear. We can watch this stuff and say, Come, Lord Jesus, come. So. Yeah, so like you've been a prophecy follower for a really long time. Like, not your whole life, but I mean, when did you? About 30 years. So. 30 years. Wow. I know. I'm old, man. Almost as long as I've been alive. I know. It. That's for real. I mean, I have. Uh, so watching this stuff, because, you know, when I first started watching uh, politics and religion way back in the day, or listening to it on the radio, actually, back then, it was before the broadcast. Before video? Yeah. Be- well, it was before we had something that <laughs> we could watch. Most people had on. video. Yeah. It was before social media. But, you know, I listened to it on the radio and listening to it, hearing the stories, uh, we, it seemed so far off. But yet, here we are now, and it's just, man, it seems like it's just kicked into high gear. Well, that's kind of what I was getting at was like, okay, what, it, what was it? Uh, all these different. 88 reasons why the Lord will come back in 1988 and, um, you know, uh, 2000s, the year that the Lord's coming back. and Yeah. See, um, I can remember the Y2K bug and the big fear for that. And yeah. I remember Pastor Baxter saying, you know, I don't, I don't know if we got to worry about that and, you know, those things going on. So I remember all that part. The, the 88 reasons for 88, that was a little bit before I got interested in it. I think I was fresh out of high school, like only three years removed from high school. So okay. I was not really thinking about the future. So Gotcha. Anyway, but yes, it's been a progressive thing that we've watched happen. It's like a snowball rolling down the hill. It just gets faster and bigger and keeps rolling. Well, I just wonder, okay, so all this is happening. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be, you know, it's, it seems to be repetitive because, you know, I remember the End Time magazine where Yasser Arafat stood at the White House with Bill Clinton and Shimon Perez, was it? I don't remember who it was. 
I, I don't know, Vince. Well, <laughs> but either I'll way, just say yes. Either sure. way, yeah, I'm, I'm probably wrong. But they're shaking hands, right. and there's this. It was in 1993. Gotcha. And so everyone's going, "Oh, this is the peace deal." And oh, we're okay. seven yes. years away. Yes, yes, or Arafat, and and yes. Yeah, and so the, all these events have happened as you've been following prophecy right. over the years. Do you ever get to the point where you're just like, "Really? Again, we're going to go where, like, it looks like this is it again." I I don't I okay. I just I, because I begin to see things uh, differently as that Berlin Wall came down and that's when I started kind of noticing things that were changing and now looking back to that and seeing because you know God will it, it's like God gets events right there and you think okay this has got to be it and then He pulls back and He says nope that's not it just like last year um, whenever we saw the Abrahamic Accords. Uh, last year, we were looking at that and we were thinking, man, here's the Abraham Accords. They're calling it the Abraham Accords. Is this the peace deal? Is this going to happen right now? And so now here we are. We're like, God put the brakes on that. I mean, the Abraham Accords are still there. But people that say it's it. Like, that oh, was yeah. it. Yeah, but we know it's not. I mean, we're just not there yet. So, but so you would attribute your, um, I guess, lack of being alarmed in that way to the fact that we're looking at the Bible I mean, in that time you were listening on the radio and Irvin Baxter saying, hey, this looks a lot like it, but it's not it. We won't know until these things happen. Yeah. So I guess you never got real worked up about it until well, until we see it because we still haven't seen right. all of it. I get fired up about different stories because... You really? Know, well, yeah. You, you know, different stories, they, you know, they some, come out you know, and you're like, you're like, man, that is that is it right there. You know, a few weeks ago we talked about... Uh, Germany and the EU wanting to uh, divide Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big deal because these are world government entities. We know they're part of the world government beast, and they're calling for dividing Jerusalem, which we know isn't going to happen until the Battle of Armageddon because of Zechariah 14. When I see things like that, man, I get fired up because that's something that I know, okay, this is prophetic. It's just like it's it's today. It This uh, information that we're going to share today and what's being said today. These are things that we know are coming. And we talk about world government all the time. Dave did a great job yesterday talking about uh, world government and uh, the climate change and everything that they're pushing right now and their agenda behind it. Uh, today we're going to talk about some things that make those bells and whistles go off when you see them. You're like, wait we've, a second, we've what? got some video clips. It's yeah. going to make you have goosebumps. Yeah, there's some uh, weird stuff. Now it, it's not just video; it's audio as well. And so, um, yeah. if you're listening on the radio, you'll be able to partake in it. Um, specifically, where Prince Charles calls for a world government and uses some terms that's like, what? Yeah, this is like. Bible prophecy in motion. So as we read these news stories and consider what the Bible says, we're going, man, things are wrapping up. It's unbelievable. Absolutely. Uh, it, it, it's actually believable, but it's <laughs> it's crazy that these things that have, we've been talking about for decades at this point are coming and, and showing, like, well, we're not going to get into it today, but we were talking a little before about transhumanism. Mm-hmm. And how that's a—that's not just something that right. We're not making people, this stuff this up. This isn't. This isn't like people with aluminum foil on the head, crazy people <laughs> talking about it yeah. in some dark room somewhere. This I mean, is, they may be doing. That. They're probably doing that. <laughs> but these are like world leaders, right? Which 
I'm not saying just because they're world leaders, they're not part of the crazy people group. But right. I'm just saying they these the people that talk about that have been painted as insane folks in right. the past. These are people that have that are very high power, some elected, some appointed, and they're in the world stage being mm. viewed, and they're talking about transhumanism. And I'm sure we will on this program talk about that one day soon. Well, we shall see. Yeah. We've got video clips coming you don't want to miss. We're going to talk about Prince Charles. Some people have speculated whether or not he's the Antichrist. We may or may not get deep into that today, but maybe on a day coming soon. Um, And other world government issues that are happening right now in your news. As you scroll through social media, you're seeing this stuff happen. So we want to make sure you know what you're looking at. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned for more. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills. But God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV. And now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. Welcome back to End of the Age. We are taking your calls, and we have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Now, this week here at End Time is kind of an emotional week for us. I said kind of. I guess I shouldn't have said kind of. It is an emotional week for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we look back to our history, um, tomorrow will be a year since Pastor Irvin Baxter passed away. Um, it is unbelievable that it's already been one year since that day. Uh, but as the weather has turned and things are getting a little bit more like they were at that time, we driving into work, pulling into the parking lot, walking up to the building, you know, all the things that we do in this weather and just how things are, it's reminding us of a year ago. And, of course, there's a huge void here in the building. 
um, as we pray, as we meet, as we talk about, um, you know, our plans to help uh, be part of reaching the world. And so we're coming up on a year from that. And uh, so please keep us in your prayers. Um, We would certainly appreciate it. Of course, remember to pray for Judy. Uh, She's experiencing the greatest loss in this regard out of all of us, of course. Um, She misses Irvin terribly. And uh, this will be a day that, uh, like I said, is an emotional day, but the whole week really. And um, So yeah, keep us in your prayers now. A little bit of exciting news around it. I mean, as exciting as it can be, we're going to celebrate Irvin's life uh, tomorrow on tomorrow's show. And so we want you to be aware in advance of what we're going to be talking about. So it's going to be, like I said, a celebration of his life. And uh, if he impacted your life in any way that you would like to share, we want you to be prepared to call into the show. We're going to be taking lots of calls tomorrow, as many as we possibly can. So be sure to be thinking about that and praying about it uh, and get ready to share how Irvin Baxter impacted your life as we look back through his um, incredible life, not only um, here at End Time, but uh, he obviously had a huge life that didn't involve end time, believe it or not, even though he kind of took end time everywhere that he was. But uh, he was a husband and a grandfather, a father, of course, and just meant so much to so many people. Uh, That's one thing about Irvin Baxter that was so special is, yes, uh, many would consider him an expert on Bible prophecy and even current events. However, if you spent any time with him personally, which wasn't that difficult to do, Doug. No. (laughs) All you had to do was kind of show up and he would... He would hang out with you for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) so if you spent any amount of time with him, uh, you realize that he was a lot more than talking about what was going on in the news every day. Uh, His whole focus was how could he help you get closer to Jesus is really what it boils down to. And so while he could have a conversation about almost anything, uh, it always led back to getting closer to Jesus and it wasn't, he wasn't, you know, a lot of people make a big deal about his stance on uh, the rapture and the tribulation, the great tribulation that's coming. You know, he didn't focus on that hardly ever. He was, he was really wanting to point people to Jesus as quickly as possible and get people closer. And that's the whole idea behind Jerusalem Prophecy College. Is the whole idea behind the show that we do every day and everything that we put out. Uh, you're getting prophecy, but the goal is to get you closer to Jesus. And so... Uh, that was one thing that was so special about him. And like I said, we're going to focus the whole show tomorrow on honoring his life. And so be prepared to give us a call tomorrow. Uh, it'll actually be Dave and Jana's going to join him. So it'll be a very special show, very emotional show. So be sure to tune in for that. Doug, you want to say anything before we get into today's topic? No, you just better get your Kleenexes, Kleenexes ready tomorrow, <laughs> I would imagine. It's going to be a good show and it'll be very emotional, I'm sure. So Yep. All right, so Prince Charles calls for world government. Now, this world government thing, we pull it from Revelation 13, which reads a lot like a Narnia book, but it is Bible prophecy, (laughs) and that's how it goes. But it says, And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns. So this is a beast with seven heads. Yeah. Hard to imagine, but it is. Uh, and it has ten horns. Is that a couple horns on one head, or is that ten horns on one of the heads and no horns on the other head? 
Does it even I, matter? I would think that it would be ten horns on one head because it's the head of the fourth beast that Daniel saw. But that's just what I believe. All right. So. And then upon his horns, ten crowns. So that, so there's ten horns on one head, and that head has ten crowns on that. Yeah. That's a big it old head. represents ten kings. And upon his heads, the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was likened to a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of bear and his, of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast, and they worshipped the dragon which gave power unto the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is likened to the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Yeah, so one of the interesting things here, Vince, is that the mouth is the mouth of a lion. So we know from Bible prophecy, and if you've just started listening to us, we have lessons that talk about this. But from Daniel chapter 7, uh, verse 4, we know that the lion is Great Britain. It's, it's a kingdom that will be on earth when Jesus comes to rule and reign. The lion is a symbol, animal symbol, of the kingdom Great Britain. We see in Daniel 7, 4 that the eagle's wings are plucked out of the lion. And we know the eagle is the symbol of the United States of America. So it's interesting here that it says it has the mouth of a lion because today this clip that we're about to watch is Prince Charles, who is the leader of Great Britain. You know, so very interesting. Uh, Of course, his mom is the queen, but the queen is very ill. She couldn't be at the forum or at the meeting here. So Prince Charles is there. He gives this speech. And then also, who can make war against the beast? So this world government beast is going to be so strong um, militarily that it will not. You won't be able to make war against him. So interesting things. Well, let's check out the clip. Let's do it. The COVID-19 pandemic has shown us just how devastating a global cross-border threat can be. Climate change and biodiversity loss are no different. In fact, they pose an even greater existential threat to the extent that we have to put ourselves on what might be called a warlike footing. Having myself had the opportunity of consulting many of you over these past 18 months, I know you all carry a heavy burden on your shoulders and you do not need me to tell you that the eyes and hopes of the world are upon you. To act with all dispatch and decisively because time has quite literally run out. The recent IPCC report gave us a clear diagnosis of the scale of the problem. We know what we must do. With a growing global population creating ever-increasing demand on the planet's finite resources, We have to reduce emissions urgently and take action to tackle the carbon already in the atmosphere, including from coal-fired power stations. Putting a value on carbon, thus making carbon capture solutions more economical, is therefore absolutely critical. (laughs) Yeah, so I, I did see a clip of President Biden, and he was awake in that clip, so that's a good thing. So I heard that he had fallen asleep in a couple of clips. 
But he was awake. He was wide awake and listening. We need a fact checker for that. I'm right? sorry, but that's why I kind of chuckled and you looked at me weird. I was wondering what you were yeah. laughing about. Anyway, so the the thing is, to me, we're not allowed to laugh on the show. <laughs> I know we shouldn't do that. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Really, I'm focusing. The thing about it, he talks about this vast military-style campaign, and to radically transform what the global economy. That's the title of the article that goes along with this video. So none of that is talking about global warming there. It's kind of weird when you read the article, Vince, because it's like they're going in several different directions. He does talk about coal fire, uh, you know, using coal fire technology uh, needs to become a thing of the past. So anyway, that's... Do we even need to read this article? I don't know that we do. The weird thing about it is we can just talk about it because the weird thing about it is they use COVID-19 as a way to push this agenda. He blames COVID-19 as seeing that no one nation could fight COVID-19 by itself. So they had to have something that would globally pull us together in an effort globally to fight an enemy, a common enemy. COVID-19, the common enemy. So... I remember a few years ago there was a movie called Independence Day where aliens were supposedly supposed to attack America and everybody had to come together and fight these aliens. It's kind of what they're doing with the COVID-19. They're using this as an attack that came upon the world and we've all got to fight it. And he talks about fighting climate change now. So it's making a shift from COVID-19 to climate change, to global warming. Because it's just as scary. Yeah. I mean, he's saying we have to put ourselves on what might be called a warlike footing. Yeah. So all these nations, but not the interesting thing here, Doug. Yeah. Why are you laughing now? Because it's just, go ahead. Not just world leaders, not just uh, leaders of nations, but also people like Jeff Bezos was there. And who else? Uh, I think that one of the actors uh, that was in Titanic, what's his name? Wasn't he there? He was there, wasn't he? Titanic, man, that's going way back. That little guy, I can't remember his name. Anyway. Leonardo. There you go, DiCaprio. That's it, yes. Okay, well, I think he was even there. Not just uh, like presidents and kings or whatever. These are also well known. Uh, stars and even business leaders, mm-hmm. quite interesting there. Yeah. But he's calling them to come together to make a warlike footing against global warming. Against global warming. And, and one of the things that he says in the article, because I, I do want to see this, is he says it would be up to richer nations to marshal, so to be in charge of, the vast military-style campaign with trillions at its disposal to fight climate change. So he's saying that you can't leave it up to individual nations. It's got to be a warlike effort where we come together to fight against this, this uh, climate change. But how, my thing is, Vince, where do we shift from saying it's about climate change? And remember uh, a few months ago we did a story where uh, Veritas did an undercover investigation with a CNN reporter who Mm -hmm. said that they fudged the numbers and made them bigger than life when COVID was coming out to scare everybody and to 
strike fear in them. And then the, the, the woman that's recording him asked, well, what, what do you think the next big thing will be? And he said, climate change. So he knew ahead of time, the guy with CNN said, oh, we're going to move straight from COVID-19 to climate change. So this is an agenda that they're pushing us toward. It's similar to this. You can't see it. I mean, they point to things, but yeah. the problem is they point to it and, you know, look how hot it is. And then a blizzard comes through. You know? Know. So it kind of, it's a problem for them. Yes. So you can't really see it very well yeah. if you're an average person. Right. You know, these the scientists and such, they'll... They can talk about things that I'm not smart enough or educated enough to talk about. Well, and you know, the Bible tells us, Vince, that there's going to be famines in the end time. There's going to be pestilences. There's going to be earthquakes. All these different things. Jesus says there's going to be these things. There's always been those things. But last night on World News Tonight, they're in a remote part of the world showing that they're having a drought in this area of the world and how it's all related to global warming. It's all related to climate change, that they're having this drought and they're having this famine and these kids are having to go and dig for water. These things have been ongoing forever. And, and so, you know, they're right. The climate is changing. It's changing all the time. But the crazy thing to me is how do we get back to where this ties into the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset Agenda. Because that's what it talks about in this article. It talks about this is going right along with those agendas. It goes into the Great Reset Agenda, okay? And we've talked about that. And they tie in climate change in with that Great Reset and how they're going to do this. Uh, and it's the World Economic Forum that's kind of pushing this thing. So it's, it's, it's strange. Well, my starting point when any of these people talk about anything, really, I mean, anybody that I um, watch or, you know, listen to their podcast or their show or whatever, yeah. if they tell me one thing, I want to see what they're doing. Right. And so in this case, I'm looking at, um, you know, Prince Charles as he stands <laughs> up there talking about we got to end this. We need a military-style campaign yeah. to end this. And the dude rolled up in a private jet. <laughs> yeah. And so did everybody listening to him. Biden had an 85-car um, caravan. Caravan. Yeah. With SUVs. Oh, yeah. Gas burners. Oh, and, and you think there was uh, four cylinders in those I SUVs? I don't think so. Absolutely I don't not. think they were electric either. No, probably not. Neither were the, <laughs> neither were the planes. No, sir. And so they're going to say, oh, well, us coming together and our minds being in one place and coming up with great ideas, it's going to outweigh the downside of us burning all this fuel. Right. They said that it's estimated that all the fuel they burnt would take up the entire amount that the whole country of Scotland would yeah. use for the whole year. Yeah, the so, entire place. So for just this one One weekend, event. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a problem with that. Me too. That's why I was laughing earlier, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get into the Great Reset a little bit. We've got some more clips to show you. We're going to take your calls to join us. Go to uh, call 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. If you're on Facebook, hit the share button, hit the heart. It helps us out, uh, break through the algorithms a bit and get to your friends and family. So please do that before we get back. uh, And uh, we can't wait to show you what else we found. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? 
With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. All right, Doug, we're talking about Prince Charles here and what he has done uh, in regards for calling for a world government. Mm-hmm. Don't answer this, but everyone wants to know, is Prince Charles the Antichrist? Oh, we need to talk about that sometime. I guess probably. we need to talk Discuss about it. Discuss it because we do get that question. You know, one of the things about the last article that we were talking about, he, he talks about facing this situation with a military-like footing and that everybody has to come together. Well, you remember last year uh, the Pope made, um, in one of his encyclicals, he wrote that we need to give these world entities like uh, the EU and the uh, United Nations real teeth so that they can hold up their... Uh, their authority in these other countries, and that's what that's what gets your attention. So you hear things like that. Uh, if you read in that that last beast in Daniel chapter seven that he saw had iron teeth and it devoured everything that got in its way. So that's what they're talking about: military style um, attack on global warming, taking care of people, getting people out of their way that don't want to help with this situation, that kind of thing. So he also mentioned the Great Reset. So let me hit this so that we can kind of move down through our material today. But what's the Great Reset? This is also from Brett Bart. Uh, it says, put simply, it is a blueprint for the complete transformation of the world economy. There will be no money, no private property. <coughs> No democracy. Instead, every key decision, what you do for a living, how much stuff you consume, whether you can take a vacation, will will be decided for you by a remote, unaccountable elite of experts. It sounds like a conspiracy theory and often dismissed as such by people who imagine that they are being uh, savvy and sophisticated. But in fact, Though the people pushing for the Great Reset are perfectly open about their plan, indeed, they can scarcely stop talking about it. One of these people is the Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. 
it uh, it was a video of Trudeau talking about the Great Reset that prompted all the interest of everybody and got the conspiracy theories flying anyway. And so we have a video of Trudeau. You want to play that now? Let's do it. Okay, Trudeau. Building back better means getting support to the most vulnerable while maintaining our momentum on reaching the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development and the SDGs. Canada is here to listen and to help. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. What do you think about that? Who else have we heard talking about build back better? You know, that that is a common theme that I've heard recently. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, huh? Yeah. It almost seems like everybody's on a world agenda or it something. It almost feels like I'm watching the news and everybody's reading from the same script. That's a good point. Yeah, it does feel like that. Yeah. So he ties this into the global reset. And, and so one of the things that we're talking about today is how is this going to tie in to the mark of the beast? Because we know that's where we're headed. The Revelation 13 shows us the one world government the one world religion, and the one world economy. And so all this is going to come into that. We're going to see that begin to happen. We're going to watch it begin to be set up. Lots of people think the vaccine is the mark of the beast, but we know it's not because those other things have not been set up yet. Antichrist didn't reveal, false prophet hadn't been revealed. Even though we think we may know who those people are, they have not been revealed. We don't see the false prophet doing great miracles and fooling people right now and, and getting them to worship the beast. So we know we're not in that time. Back but the system... system is being set in place as we speak. If it's not already in place. Right. And so... I have, I have a friend who's in high up coding mm-hmm. for banking. Ah. Now, he tells me we are just... It's all already written as far as we're talking... Um, financial side of things, the code, everything is already written for every bank to communicate. Mm. All it needs is to add in a piece of code to make the last connection. Very interesting. And so... So this is something that's being set in place already. already. It's, it's ready to go. It's yeah. just how I believe the third temple is going to work. When they get the green light, they've got everything ready to go, and it's going to be like that. I mean... It is going to happen so much faster than I think we anticipate right. that similar to this, all the pieces are are already created, just waiting to be plugged in, right. and they already know how to plug them in. It's just they're getting everybody to think differently, right. to maybe even ask for it. They yeah. want a group of people to say, please give me this security that I need. Because I can't handle it on my own. Right. I need you to make all the decisions for me. And man, I'm going to live a stress-free life because it's going to be free health care, free education, free everything. Yeah. Thank you, Almighty One, who <laughs> has paved the way for my kids for generations to come to live a carefree life. It's creepy when you say it like that. Why? It just is. That I is mean, how it's being said know, in a different way. It's just creepy how you said it just now. It's almost like I was believing what you're saying. I was about to buy into it. It's oh, wow. Well. It's creepy. No, it'll only cost you 80% of your income. <laughs> there you go. Well, <clears throat> the Bible and tells us. a lot us, more than money. Huh? 
The Bible tells us that's coming, so we know it's coming, and we already see it. Like you're saying, it's already being set up. But in some countries, they already have it set up. And so uh, from our unveiling of Jesus Christ, our volume two, there's a section in there that breaks it down. But one of the things that Pastor Baxter wrote about is that China has already developed a social credit score system. And under the system, each individual is given a social credit score according to his or her behavior. If a person jaywalks, their credit score goes down. If they sit in a handicapped seat when they're not handicapped, points are deducted from their credit score. If they make negative comments about the Chinese government on social media, that sounds familiar, it affects their credit score dramatically. Every single action in a person's life will impact their social credit score one way or another. If their score is too low, they may not be allowed to purchase airline tickets or passage on one of China's high-speed trains. Every person's record through life will be entered into a credit score record. This will include their grades in school and college and their payment records of their bills in virtually every aspect of their life. So we know that that's already being set up as well. It's working in China. India is talking about implementing the same technology, the same setup right now with their society. So we're beginning to see this take on, uh, you know, a whole uh, life of its own already. This is an excerpt from Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ by Irvin Baxter. Correct. The book. Right, the book. All right, well, if you're on Into the Age Plus... The book is available to you. If you just search Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, you can get the e-book there. Or if you want the physical copy, which I highly recommend. I like physical books better than e-books. Yeah. I like both, but I prefer physical books over e-books. Um, you can get that by calling 800 end time 800-363-8463. Uh, you can also get it on our store at store.endtime.com. Yeah. Now... We've got another clip coming that we're going to show you. And let me tell you, you'll want to have your phone out because you're going to want to call in and ask a question or make a statement to join us. Call 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. This clip is called You Will Own Nothing. You want to introduce it before we hit play? or No, let's just show it because we're going to talk about it after this in this next article. All right, let's do it. And you will... Be happy.
warning. Waging number 22177? New transfer? Yes. Good. Look up. So what do you think of your new work pod? Pretty nice, right? Yeah. It's a bit cramped though. Oof. That's bad speak. I'll let you sort it out. See you at the mandatory Shibuya roll call dance later today. Yikes. You have violated your employment smart contract. Replaying offending speech. It's a bit cramped though. This statement is in direct contradiction with the verified Snopes fact that open office 2.0 work pods are comfortably spacious, combining the safety of closed cubicles with the communal spirit of open office environments. You have been deducted 20 good boy tokens from your weekly income. Warning! Projected weekly income is insufficient to meet your weekly rental payment. Please ensure that your wallet is appropriately funded within the next 68 hours. Yeah, so that's a little creepy, Vince. How many good boy tokens are we going to lose for uh, playing that video? We're going to lose a bunch of them. Facebook doesn't <laughs> like that. No. I mean, the, the thing about it, that's a, that's a video that somebody made, but it's actually based on what they're talking about doing. That's similar to what China's already doing with their social credit uh, score. But we have another article from the Montana Daily Gazette, and it's entitled The Great Reset. I mean, I don't know how we can, like, there's more I want to say about that creepy video. Well, there's a lot that can be said, so what do you want to say? Let's talk about it. Well, I mean, I like the idea of not having to drive my car. Like, if I could get on the conveyor belt and get here, yeah, that would be awesome. Well, yeah, that would be great, but... The, the thing is, is they don't want you to have cars. Just going back to what Prince Charles said a while ago, we've got to move away from that kind of technology. We've got to stop using vehicles. They don't want you to own property. They don't want you to have a car. They want you to rent a space. Have you looked around lately in the city that we are in right now? Plano? Have, yeah. In Dallas Pla- area? Plano, Texas. Yeah. You look at the buildings that they're building for people to live in now. All apartment complexes. Yeah. And they're high-rises, and they've got everything you would need downstairs. They've got hair places. They've got grocery stores. They've got nail salons. Everything you would need Those not to even leave. Those are all the important things for you, right? Yeah, you know it. <laughs> and, and not to leave that place. That's your place, and you don't have to drive anywhere. That's well, the whole point. That sounds like a bunch of conspiracy theory stuff. Right? You're just Wait till we read this dog. article. Wait till we get oh, into it. Oh, we're going to get into it a little bit deeper on the other side of the break, believe it or not, so stay tuned. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. Endtime is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with Endtime to help get the message of our soon-coming King out to the world. 
Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End of the Age Open Lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Like I said, we're going to get into it a little bit deeper. Uh, There is an article from the Montana Daily Gazette called Great Reset. By 2030, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. So that's what the video was showing us as well. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy about it. Or Or else. else. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jinx. Do you like your little cubicle? It's glass that we see everything. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it it talks about, this, this article really talks about what we saw in that video. And so... We don't have to read the entire article, but the points that it's making there are what I feel like are important for us to understand. So that last paragraph of that article, if we could just talk about that right there, it gives us a good idea of what the the WEF is talking about. All right, it says, A great deal of attention has been given to some of the ideas and vision the WEF has floated. A powerful one became visible when WEF Public Relations released a video entitled Eight Predictions for the World in 2030. Can you can you tell us what the WEF is so everyone's up? Yeah, that's a World Economic Forum. And that's part of the UN? Is it separate? Is it It's it's a separate entity, but that's what Prince Charles was talking about earlier. He was talking about the World Economic Forum. He was talking about how all this ties in together. The World Economic Forum controls the money around the world and that to the Pope even goes and addresses these folks like he does the UN. So this isn't some small little club at a college somewhere. No, it's the most powerful people in the world. All right. It goes on to say, its 2030 agenda offers a telling glimpse into what the technocratic elite has in store for the rest of us. It promotes the idea that by 2030, you will own nothing and you'll be happy. The UN's 2030 agenda for sustainable development is a comprehensive plan that outlines how we can abolish poverty. Well, that's a good thing. Oh, yeah. For real. Abolish poverty. That's great. Yeah. And transform the world into a peaceful, sustainable environment for all. Those are all great things. The devil masquerades as an angel of light. So there's devil in the details. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So, So those, let's just... Tell them what the eight goals are. In are we skipping the video? Do you want to? Because the video explains the eight goals. If you'd rather do the video, we can do that. It's a minute and 23 Whatever you seconds. Say. We can do that. Whatever you say. Let's do the video.
That was kind of fast. Yeah, and the problem is there, if you're listening on the radio, you don't know what any of that was <laughs> Everyone about. Everyone listening so. on the radio thought they were in an elevator. Yeah, they now. were like, hmm. <laughs> so, number one, let's just read that to everybody and let them know what it is. All, all the products will have become services. People won't own anything. They won't own a car, a house, clothes, appliances. People will just borrow what they need on demand. So that's number one. Like a Uber share. Yeah. Like that, that type of thing. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't see how that's possible in rural areas. I don't either, but I guess we'll find out. We will. All I right. think maybe I'll live in a rural area if that's what it takes. I already do. Uh, <laughs> me too. No, I mean, I don't live there yet, there but go. I will. Number two, there will be a global price on carbon. Yeah. So that's how how are we going to do that? It's it's going to be real expensive if you have if you've got a carbon. Uh, footprint, there's going to be a global price for it, for having a carbon footprint. So uh, it says here, China took the lead in 2017 with a market for trading the right to emit the of a CO2, I guess, is saying setting the world on the path toward a single carbon price and powerful incentive to ditch fossil fuels. That's what they're trying to do to us right now. Uh, Number three, the U.S. dominance is over, and we have a handful of global powers. So we're starting to see that, I think. I mean, that sounds like a war threat. Yeah, it does sound like that. They release a deal saying U.S. dominance is over. But not when you have a president that's agreeing with them. It's like, how can we we just sit by and let these people push forward this agenda? We're saying, of course, as you said, if it's a global thing... Yeah, we aren't nearly concerned about one country being right. in charge. Yeah, who can make war? <clears throat> Go ahead and read number, number four. <laughs> farewell, hospital. Hello, homespital. Yeah, well, I kind of like that idea. Anyway, right, but. I do too. <laughs> uh, the hospital, as we know it, will be on its way out with fewer accidents thanks to self-driving cars and technology. Organs will be printed. Yeah, that one is creepy to me. They'll just make the 3D organs printers, with a 3D yeah. printer. That's crazy. Uh, so you'll never have to wait for an organ again. They'll just print one up for you, and boom, there you go. And it won't cost you anything because it'll all be on a, a global thing. It just They'll deduct points. How many good boy tokens do you get if you have a printed organ? I don't know. What happens if you do something wrong? They just shut that organ off? It's bad. I mean, it's printed. I don't I don't get how that works. The one that bothers me is number five. So we're going to be eating much less meat. You saw that in the video. They showed that he put some little box in there, and it was not meat. Yeah, but no. it said it was meat. No, it was like new meat, right? That's yeah, what it said. it's tofu. Anyway. Uh, yeah. um. <laughs> so that means no cattle farms or much less cattle farms? I, I think it would mean probably the elite get to eat the meat. They get the steak dinners while we're eating, you know, chicken pot pie. Yeah. Uh, that's not really chicken. Eating chicken that's been uh, squirted out of some <laughs> assembly line shaped into a thigh shape. Yeah. Uh, number six, welcoming and integrating refugees. That's already happening here. That's happening in a lot of places. Yeah. Yeah. Number seven, Western values will have been tested to a breaking point. Checks and balances that underpin our democracies must not be forgotten. So they're going to get rid of uh, of those Western values that we hold so dear. Did they're you do this do on purpose? Already. You gave me number eight on purpose. No, but this one's weird. So By the 2030s, 
will be ready to move humans toward the red planet. Scientists will have worked out how to keep you healthy in space. The start of a journey to find alien life? Yeah. This sounds like a Disney movie they put out with those, all those fat people in carts, electronic carts. Uh, Walt, was it Walt? I have Wally. no idea. Wally. I have no idea what you're talking they, they about. They have but... massive American-looking people rolling around in carts, and they can't do anything for themselves. Wow. Machines do everything for them. And um, they're up in space. It sounds a lot like mm. that. Wow. How about that? So. All right, so that's their eight goals of 2030, and that's just some of it. You know, it's going to be, I'm sure they won't be able to implement all of that. But, you know, we talked about transhumanism, uh, and that's going to be part of that number eight goal, uh, as well as probably where they're making 3D copies of your organs, too. So very crazy things in today's uh, stories of what we're talking about. It's very strange. And there's a lot more to talk about. We just don't have time to get yeah, to it. Yeah, we don't, and we probably ought to take at least one call. We do want to get to the phone, so let's go to <laughs> Walton, Ohio. Walt, welcome to End of the Age. Hello? Hi, Hello. Walt. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Well, how are you? Real good. Hey, um, it's kind of off topic. I thought it was on topic for a minute, but uh, I was just asking about Emmanuel Macron a couple years ago was starting that looked like a ten-nation kingdom over in Europe. And if he was involved uh, much with the climate summit, and what was your opinion on if, if you think that's going to take off or him on that ten-nation kingdom over in Europe? And I'll take my answer off the air. Thank you. Thanks, Walt. Well, Walt, he did start a ten-nation coalition of military force, but since then it has grown to, I believe, 12. And so it's no longer a ten-nation uh, coalition, but he is very much involved in uh, these um, meetings that they're having, the Agenda 2030, uh, very much involved, very much on board with it. He is very much a global uh, globalist and uh, makes no, uh, no mistake about that. He is ac- absolutely a globalist. Sorry, I'm hearing a dog bark. It must be on on Walt's phone. <laughs> Just pulled in the door. <laughs> all right, all right. But yes, right. to answer your question, he's very much involved, and we keep our eye on him and what he's doing all the time. So, okay, thank you very much. All right, thank you, Walt. Your call. I didn't know what to think. <laughs> I didn't either. I thought a dog was in the studio for a second. So. That would have been awesome. Dogs make everything better usually. Yeah, they do. Except for the one that bit me in the neck when I was a child. All right, what next, Doug? I, you, I don't care. You want to go to Jim in the truck? Let's go to Jim in the truck. Welcome to End of the Age. Hey, Doug, and uh, that's Urban's grandson. I haven't got to talk to either one of you guys on the air yet, but I wanted to ask you, are you guys still believing that the United States will still be not part of the one-world government? Because uh, it looks like it's coming at uh, warp speed right now. So what do you guys think about that? Well, Jim, are you not in the truck anymore? Are you in the truck? I am not in the truck anymore. I am Jim, not in the truck. Um, I was involved with the QAnon stuff and get into that, and it wreaked a lot of havoc in my life and some uh, certain things. I'm going to ask everybody to pray for me right now okay? because the things that have happened have been devastating. All right? And uh, it's okay, though. You know, these things happen. It's just I'm going to keep my eyes on the Lord. I always did. There you go. Yeah. The the way, that no, I just always remember you calling in and 
and honking the horn. So yeah. it didn't happen this time. But it's I, good to hear from you. Absolutely. Yeah. And and to answer your question, yes, we do. We believe that that prophecy is uh, true and true to its word and that we, we are still going to be there. Now, how we're going to get there from here, don't know exactly what's going to happen, but I believe it's going to be a God thing. I believe that the Lord will provide that uh, like a Red Sea moment. And so we are just believing that we will get back to that point to where America stands out of this world government movement and we stand with Israel shoulder to shoulder again. We're believing that will happen. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to definitely see that. I believe that. I'm agreeing with you guys in Jesus' name on that. But listen, it's good to talk to you. We'll, you'll be hearing from me more. I'm just trying to get back uh, where I need to be in certain areas, and uh, everything's going to be okay, as long as we keep our eyes focused on Jesus. Amen, Jim. That's right. right. God bless you, sir. All right, Doug, we have less than a minute left. What would you say to people that are scared about these things? How are we going to give people hope um, in spite of this, all these bad things that are coming? Yeah, well, the great thing about it is that the Lord tells us that as long as we are seeking His kingdom and His righteousness that everything that we need is going to be ours. So we just have to be focused like Jim in the truck said. we got to be focused on Jesus. we got to know that He is our hope. we got to keep our faith in Him, and we got to keep on pushing through all this because the Bible says if we endure, we will be saved. Amen. Well, don't forget, tomorrow is the one year since Irvin Baxter passed away. We'll be doing a very special show, so make sure you don't miss tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.